Hey everybody, this is Julio. And Leslie. And this is Hold Up. How much? La, 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 la. Canta con mi coro, oye como va. La, 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 la. Deja la tristeza, échala pa' allá. La, 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 la. Canta con mi coro, oye cómo va. La, 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 la. Deja la tristeza, échala pa' What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another amazing episode of Hold Up How Much. This is episode 10. It's episode 10, right? Is yes. it 10? 10. 10? 10, 10, 10. Like Rin Tin Tin? With 10, 10, 10? Yes. And as always, I'm joined by the radiant, the ravishing, the sock wearing, <laughs> Leslie Munoz. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. been a busy week. I can't believe it's Thursday already. Is it Thirsty Thursday? Mm-hmm. No, it's Tired Thursday. <laughs> Did Thirsty Thursday's end for you already? Yeah. I can't, can you even say Thirsty Thursday when you're married and, um, okay, wait, is there, thir- okay, are you two thinking kinds, that, that, two okay, that's what I was going to say. They're thirsty, like thirsty, like I'm thirsty, I want to go get a beer Thursday. Yeah, that's what you're I was thinking. thinking about like crazy thirst trap people. Well, at first traps. I was thinking drinks, but then I was like, wait, how is he meaning it? Because Julio always has these other things that he means. So they're about Care Bears, <laughs> no. thirsty Care Bears, <laughs> thirsty strong with those Care Bears. But I mean, literally, can you say Thirsty Thursday if you're married? And can you say Thirsty Thursday when you have like a ten month old? I don't think so. Thirsty Thursday, I'm saying it. It's happening. It put it on. <laughs> mark it down. Hashtag, tired Thursday. Hashtag Thirsty Thursday. Thoroughly tired Thursday. Hey, that's alliteration right there. Oh my god. Hashtag ELA teacher. So, so what do you want to start? We have an election that just started. Well, technically, we have uh, uh, the well, campaigns. How, how's, that your, how's your week been? We'll talk about that. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the the all the election stuff. No, we're not going to talk about that. How's okay. your week been? My week has been it's been magical. It's you know we've His got phone's going off right now. No, it's not going off right now. I'm putting stuff on silent so it doesn't go ping ding 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 ding. So uh, it's been good. It's been interesting. There's been a lot of developments a lot of things that we're working on um i feel like i'm getting busier and busier every day but you know it's i do it for the gram (laughs) oh my god um my week has been good the last two days at school i've been showing the kids um sandlot and we've been going over plot in the sandlot movie and i literally like have so many kids that have not seen this movie and it was my first time seeing the ending of it and today in my first class and I literally almost cried because it brought back so many memories and then one of my kids came to school today and she was like look miss I got a sandlot t-shirt yesterday and it was the you play ball like a girl so here's a question for you think about the movie the sandlot do you think the movie like so do you think the movie the sandlot could be made today Definitely not because the part where he talks about you play ball like a girl, I totally mm-hmm. told the kids like you could not say that. Um, but and the whole like gender roles and stuff um, within the 60s just wouldn't happen. However, um, I mean, it's so crazy to see a movie that transcends 
that movie gen- so slaps generations like so it's so good and the kids are like oh my god i love this movie like it's so old and i'm like so really two very important questions for you what who was your favorite member of the sandlot well duh benny the jet rodriguez no and you know what guys the little girls in my class are like oh benny is so cute like seriously it's crazy um you know it is sad he got into some issues with the law but apparently he's a firefighter um but it was really fun to show them like what the people look like now and um i mean i've seen this movie forever and but it was really cool to break it up into an actual like literary piece and ela wise it was cool my favorite is squints I love squints. squints because I used to have glasses that thick when I was But you know what's really funny is because, like, I mean, I watched it when I was little, but you never watch it through the eyes of, like, kids. So, like, the part with, like, Wendy Peppercorn and, like... Wendy Peppercorn? Yes, that whole scene with, like, when they, like, go in on her on her behind, like, the boys are like, <laughs> and they would, like, turn away because they would get so embarrassed. And, and the part where, like, squints... Um, kisses her yeah. oh my god it was so funny and of course it says like two bad words but honestly it's rated pg which is what we can show at school and i mean my kids say way worse believe me so but it was a lot it's been a lot of fun we wrapped that up today so that was kind of like a really fun moment here's another question for you what what is your favorite scene of the sandlot oh my, there's too many no, there's way too I know many my scene right off the bat so okay you go first Oh, you smell that? Big Chief, Indian Chew. No. Oh. It goes, Big Chief, the best. The best. <laughs> he goes, what, what's Big Chief? Small, you're killing me, Small. No, he goes, I suppose you don't even know what a baby is. <laughs> anyway, uh, my favorite scene is probably like the 4th of July scene. Um, when they're all running out and you see the fireworks going off like crazy. And... Um, Porter, Porter, it's Porter, right? Ham Porter is going to like out. And he's grabbing the hot dogs and the cul-de-sac, and and they're all playing. And it's like, oh, beautiful, for that fourth Anyway, and that is like one of my favorite. That one or um the clubhouse scene with the s'mores. That's probably one of my top two. I don't, I don't think I can pick between the two. That's like one of my top two. Um, favorite all-time scenes of Sandlot, which we live in a cul-de-sac, so maybe this year we can have a, a cool Sandlot-esque. You may be the only one out there doing Sandlot. I don't care. <laughs> Our tables and hot dog tables will be out there. I don't care. <laughs> but we could totally be those people with the decorations and stuff. What do you, what do you mean those people? You're going to be that person because <laughs> I'm not going to be out there. Well, fine. You're going to have to come outside to get potato salad. Yeah, I guess I will. So anyway, with that said, um, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about um, is Valentine's Day. Aye. Um, it's coming el, up next week. In Cuba, they call it a Valentino. What? Or they call it te meto el sexy. Oh, my God. <laughs> they don't call it any of that stuff. So I found a really, really cool little um, survey type thing I'm from sorry. Wallet Hub. Does it you tell know. you what your spirit animal is? No, but it definitely tells us how much money people spend a year on Valentine's Day. So mm. reportedly for 2020, um, people will be spending 
billion dollars. And that's insane. Like, what do you mean, bucket? Bucket? Really? You're going to throw half the crap away anyways? (laughs) He's getting the stare, (laughs) y'all. Um... And then 31% of people expect the Valentine gift to be no less than $50. Oh I mean, my honestly, God. I don't want $50 in flowers, but it's always nice to get pretty flowers. Fellas, 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 here's here, let me let me teach you the trick, okay? Here is the <sighs> trick to make sure you keep your lady happy, all right? And also save your wallet. What you do is, okay, you have two options. Number one is you go to like Home Goods or you go to the craft store, wherever it is. What? Go buy yourself some fake flowers, okay? What you do is, it's the best gift ever. Why? It's the gift that keeps on giving. All you gotta do is every now and then dust them off, but you put them out there, mira, they never die. Best investment you ever have. Or worst case scenario, just go to the cemetery, wait till somebody <laughs> dies. <laughs> you want fresh flowers, you know what? No. They're not using it. So they- Imagínate, you come home. I come in one of those wreaths. It's just, sorry for your loss. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Can you imagine? Oh my god, I would like. I think I would laugh so hard, but at the same time, I would be so mad. But the best one would be if you get one of those wreaths, but it has like a picture of una vieja. It's like Gertrude. Who the hell's Gertrude? I took a picture of you in the future. Um, so those are, there's there's a trick, fellas. I think you got carried away there. With there's a trick, fellas. Cemeteries. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so messed up in so many levels. No, what's wrong anyway, with cemeteries? Anyway, can I go back to my survey? It is about cemeteries. <sighs> go. So, um, which apparently the twenty-seven point four billion is up thirty-two percent from twenty nineteen. So huh? that means in twenty twenty, we have. More money, which Wait. is really cool. Están ganando plata esta gente. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so of the couples, so I don't know if you're a couple or you and your significant other like to go out on Valentine's Day. Personally, we don't go out on Valentine's Day. We go out the day after Valentine's Day. Remember that one Day time? Remember that because time? when we met, if you don't know, remember, he asked me out on our first date on Valentine's Day, and I actually had another date with somebody yeah, else. So I told him if he wanted to, he can go on a date with me the next day. Was it a thirsty Thursday? <laughs> I don't know what day it was, but um, but yeah. So he was my second date, but it ended up working well out well for him. I think, pretty sure. Yeah. But did you know that four point three billion? dollars mm-hmm. are spent on dinner mm. and can you guess let's see if you can guess okay. what are the top three dinners preferred on valentine's day dinners preferred or locations like types of food like um i guess genres of food <sighs> let's, see, let's see let's see let's see let's see i would say steak is one uh, no no chicken Genre oh, like Italian. Yes, ding okay. ding. Uh, is vegan. Really? I don't know, man. It's twenty twenty, man. Who knows? So okay, so I say Italian. Um, is Asian in there? Like stir fry stuff like that? No, that's not romantic. Hey, man. I think Asian. So, like, no one's gonna say, "Hey, honey, how about we go to Panda Express?" What's wrong with Panda Express? I love Panda. Shout out Panda Express. If you want to send me free food, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. 
Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm saying I'm thinking Italian uh, Mediterranean. No, I give up. Uh, I, I don't. Well, I don't uh, know, man. French. Oh, okay. <laughs> eh, they like a eh, French bread. That's a little. Um, and seafood. Okay. Seafood. Yeah. I don't know who would want to go eat seafood on, well, it depends on Valentine's what kind of, Day. It depends what kind of seafood. If it's good seafood, I, I'm game. So what do you think is the average amount couples spend on a dinner? hundred bucks. Ooh, you're actually really close. It's $101. What? Like $101? Yes. Um, what do you think? What's the average amount of money spent by men on gifts for their wives? Of the average gift? Yeah. Uh, jewelry, for sure. No, no, no. Like, the amount. Oh, that they spent on the gift? Yeah. So, $120? $357.96. No, well, here's my question. You know, so you're not, what are you going to get me for Valentine's Day? Uh, I told you, I'm going down to the nearest cemetery and I'm getting you a picture of Gertrude. <laughs> no, let's see. Uh, I don't know. What, what would you, I, I have an idea of what I'm already going to get you, but what would no, you No, you like, don't. You yeah, always no, say you have an idea. I already, I know because I always do have, I always do have an idea. You already know what I want. I want a Peloton. No, that's not happening. So you would exceed the average amount. Look at you. <laughs> Look at that. And you know, instead of guys, I'll just buy my own Valentine's present because I really want, no one loves you like yourself. So self-love, hashtag. Love yourself. I'm going to get myself a Peloton. Live What yourself. about, what do you think are the least desired gifts? Uh... <laughs> A scale? This, this is hilarious. A scale? No, that's not on there. Uh, mittens. <laughs> no, that's not on there. Either. I don't know. Tools. 24% said they didn't what want the tools. Who's going to get tools on Valentine's Day? <laughs> this one really stokes the passion. What do you think it is? Underwear. <laughs> no, gym membership. Oh, well, I mean... Sporting equipment, kitchen appliance. Actually, what I What if they're would trying actually... to tell you something? What if somebody's trying to tell you something about getting you a gym membership? Well, if you like, got listen. Gym, if you got me a gym membership to Lifetime again, even though that's like nowhere near our house, I would totally like be happy because that's, I love that gym. I would never get It's like a Equinox gym in uh, Miami. It's comparable to that. I've never understood the, the gifting of like workout. How is a workout a gift? Like how is it like oh my god I'm so excited I can't I wait feel, to. No I feel like the per- it depends on the person like if you gave me workout stuff like I wouldn't take it personally because I love to work out. If you gave me workout stuff I'm like what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I know. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> okay what about kitchen appliances? Oh hell yeah I'll take a good kitchen appliance. I would a take salad that. spinner? I would <laughs> I already have one. But I would totally take kitchen appliances. We have I a salad spinner? I think we're just a different... How come we never use a salad spinner? Do you know what the least desired gift... This is This is interesting. What is it? A mixtape. How? No. You know what? That list is garbage. That list is pure garbage. Have you ever had a good mixtape? Listen up, people. The best mixtape I ever had. No lie. Okay? I recorded the following songs. Ace of Bass. Another Night, Another Dream. Okay? Another uh, Scatman. Okay. And then I had, I think, like f- two or three different songs from uh, New Kids on the Block. And then I had, what was the other one? Yes, I had New Kids on the Block. Um, what was that other song? Oh my God. I can't remember at the time. But yes, mixes are the best. And the best part was we had to press record and play at the same time and had to do it at the, at the right at the moment when the, yes. when the uh, DJ was like, this is Power 96. Boom. And you would get a. Uh, 
Um, and then, okay. but then, no, no, hold on. But then at the very end, you had to be like, "This is for you, Flaka." <laughs> <laughs> That's only if it had a microphone in it. So you're telling me I was yelling that into a damn thing and it didn't record it? Shut up! I'm you so didn't make pissed. It. Um, Flaka. Okay. Um, what did you know? Hmm. The top five cities for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, this one's easy. What? New York. What, what number do you think it was? Number one. Nope. Really? It's number two. Paris number one? No, it's within the U.S. Oh, so on U.S. So uh, how is New York not number one? Sleeps in Seattle? That's Seattle. Oh, that's right. No, <laughs> no. They they fly to New York yes. and they meet on the on the yes, Empire State Building. but the majority of it is in Seattle. No, the key, the crescendo okay. of the movie, even though it was at the very crescendo, end. Crescendo, you mean the, the... The crescendo, the... the like the... That's the climax of the plot. No, like the crescendo. Like, it's at the very end. You know, the crescendo when it all comes together? Resolution. Well, crescendo is the same thing. It's when they finally go into New York, go into the Empire State Building, and she says, can I just have another second to look around? And he goes, you go right ahead. I swear you're like a girl. That's a great movie, man. Hey, no, no, no. Sleeps in Seattle is a movie that men and women can all come together and say, you know what? It's a damn good movie. I haven't seen that really. You have not seen only what? bits and pieces. <gasps> okay, so, okay, so okay. New York's number two. Um, I'm gonna say number one is Seattle. Nope. Is it San Francisco? Yes. Nice. I left my heart in San Francisco. Oh my God. What's number and three? apparently my voice. What's number three? Um, we're going there in July. San Diego? Yeah. Get out of here! Are you serious? Yeah. Number By the four, way, we're going to Comic Con. Took me ten years to get tickets for that. Number Ooh, four yeah. is. Hold on, let me think. Florida. No. Orlando. Honolulu. I mean. And man. number five is. Disney World. Viva. Las Vegas. Oh, that I believe it. So, I looked up where our prospective cities fell on the actual list. Um, San Antonio was Dead last. How's that? What thirty eight? I don't believe. And Miami was guess what number fifty one. Are you serious? Uh, yes, because uh, no one goes to Miami to get sexy? to be romantic. Uh, yes, you do. They come to San Antonio to go on the river walk. There's nothing sexier than seeing an armless homeless man telling you that you need to feed a crackhead. All right. <laughs> What? That happens in Miami. Uh, but no, man. What would San Antonio? What do you do romantic in San Antonio? Go sit in the Riverwalk? Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. So romantic. Anyways, we did you crash. know? So speaking of, you know, how we, I'm tying all this into our finances. Did you know that 51% of people would not marry someone with bad credit? I mean. So men said 41% and the women were at 60%. So... Apparently, that's very, very important, which is very, very good to hear. I mean, if you think about it, it's actually... A, I mean, but you think about it, man. People meet some. People sometimes make mistakes, you know, they're trying to get themselves out of bad credit. Well, yeah, but like... Show me a little love, man. No, but I wouldn't date anyone with bad credit. Like, it made me... So I you, mean, actually, I did have the opportunity to date somebody, and, you know, we were... But once I found out that they had a lot of debt, I was like, no, thank you, so because... I was actually being very smart with my money. So here's my question. Like, when do you have that talk? Like, do you say, hey, hi, good to meet you. I'm I Leslie, mean, how are you? After... By the way, what's your credit score? <laughs> Show me your credit karma. Um, yeah, for real. 
I wouldn't want to know that. I, I don't know if I would ask that. Um, f- did you know that four um, out of ten people say irresponsible spending is a bigger turnoff than bad breath? What? What kind of analysis is this? Really? Yes. And 46% of people would break up with their significant other if he or she spent irresponsibly. Interesting. So, if I was a, a big spender, would you break up with me? Hey, big spender. Uh, I, I, well, I wouldn't break up with you, but we would have a very stern conversation. Like, why are you spending money on, you know, like, ran- this random crap? Like, oh, I mean, for example, like Zappos. Let's say if you were if you did nothing but buy Zappos. Shoes? Oh, my God. I would hate my Or life. the chips. Zappos or chips? Well, there's Zappos, the company, and Zappos, the chips. I'm talking about Zappos shoes. Zappos where you go online and you're like, oh, my God. <sighs> but I don't because I'm a very good spender of my money. Hey, big spender. Which I haven't got your Valentine's Day present. What do you uh, want for Valentine's Day? Um, There's a picture of Gertrude that I thought was pretty. <laughs> Let me see. What? I don't even know what I want. Man, what do I want for Valentine's Day? Oh, you know what I really want? What? Um... A nap. <laughs> I really could go for a nap. A nap, okay. Let let JJ let me sleep for like an extra hour or two. That's like the gift that keeps You're on the me. one that sleeps in every weekend, so I don't even want to go there with you. What are you talking about? I know what you want. You probably want some like crime novel or some like crime junkies thing. Or... <laughs> crime junkies is an amazing podcast. If you guys haven't listened to it. You should check it out if you're into, like, crime and yeah. haven't heard of them. Or if you're trying to get ideas on how to kill someone. Yeah, that's a good one. Or how not to be killed. Oh, okay. Rule. Well, this took a south turn. Anyway, so, um, when you know how you asked me, like, would I ask someone's credit, credit score? Yes. Right off the bat in the first date? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I'm not the only one. Three in, in uh, ten people would like to know people's wallet scores on dating apps. Interesting. So, I would. But all that said is that as Valentine's is coming up, you know, don't feel the pressure to spend more than you earn. And um, if your significant other is upset by the amount that you can spend, hashtag leave them. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. But Damn, um, I went south again. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but no, just a you know note to everyone that, you know, Valentine's Day is like, an important holiday, but it's also important that Valentine's Day be, like, every day, you know, that you show love and appreciation, you know, not just on one day. Uh, I agree with that. I think sometimes you need to... Even love doesn't have to be like, Oye, mami, ven pa' acá. Te quiero un abracito. You know what I'm saying? It's talking. Yes. Listening. Which you... I do very well. No, he doesn't, <laughs> I guys. Do. I but am, he's working on if it. If they wrote... A book of the greatest listeners in the world. This guy. Oh my this god. Guy. Y'all, like, I have had an appointment f- to get my eyebrows done and I get a la- an eyelash lift on this Saturday, which is the 8th. I have literally told him, I kid you not, probably 10, 15 times. And then this weekend, this week, 10 or 15, like, make up your mind. <laughs> it's been a lot. I, can't, I lost count after 10. So yeah, he's the, the greatest listener. Listen, man. You are just a hater. I, I'm the greatest listener. I know listening. I listen the best. My, my present, like, the, the, I have the best ears. I have the best listening and the best words. <laughs> I am the best. Anyway, 
So with that said, that's our little financial piece for just, you know. So speaking of this, and maybe we can take this into another direction. Maybe, okay. maybe we can kind of talk a little more in depth in this. What do you think? So, you know, one of the things that we've noticed, and maybe this and this is something that we're, I want to bring on, maybe somebody who, you know, deals with counseling and deals with couples to talk about, you know, finances and how well, it affects. I thought we were going into Trump. No. No, 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 please, no. <laughs> so, like, what what do you think is, like, for example, what do you think is the crushing part of when people are just, like, say, you're off doing your spending, let's say, if I were off doing my spending, and there really is no communication on finances. What do you think is that crushing part that's, like, can destroy a couple when well, they're not talking about finances? Not having enough to meet your needs, obviously. Like, but, like, for example, like, let's say there's people out there that, we, you know, we've heard from well, I that... Think- Sorry, go well, ahead. No, but I'm saying there's people out there that we've heard from that have said, you know, like they always thought that their couple, that their, you know, spouse or significant other was paying bills, you know, because like they had the access to the checking account. And then they get divorced and they find out the house hasn't been paid for like six months or a car hadn't been paid for a year. And all of a sudden stuff is getting repossessed. You know, like how does, like, how do things get to that point? And then how does that crushing feel? Like, how does somebody deal with something like that? Like the feeling of that, it just crushed. I don't know. Because I've never been there. Am I mean? Am, well, I mean, like, you, but like, I mean, no. Are you doing is like, like, how do you voting? No, like, how do you? How, how how would somebody deal with that? So you you end up in that situation. I feel like, in order to to deal with the situation of that, or I mean, actually, any money situation with your spouse is like communication. I mean, that is a whole another scenario. So let's break it up and put in pieces. Say someone you guys are not communicating, you know, for example, say me and you, we're both spending our money. Um, like we do have, Julio and I do have separate bank accounts, but we're always communicating and doing our budget together so that we know what we have. Um, I just don't put my money with his because everything comes out of his paycheck, like his auto deposits and my bank isn't really good with that. Um, so in order to make sure that I, my, I'm budget and I get to pay the bills on time as well, I keep mine separate. Um, but I think it's like communicating with one another. I mean, you have to know that when you're in a marriage, you're no longer like just you spending at free will whenever you want. There's someone else too. And in order to meet the needs of the household, you have to come together and communicate like you. And then it's also being a grown up and mature to realize, oh, I can't buy all these things. I can't buy anything i want yeah, and i'll take it a step further i think it you have to eliminate the mindset of oblivious and i feel like in every relationship i i at least i know like like for example my in my parents my mother is always 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 dealt with finances with the finances my mother's the yeah. one that knows what bills are due my mother's the one that knows you know what accounts are coming out of my father you ask him hey how much is coming out he has no idea he just gives my mom the money and goes you take care of it the problem is he's oblivious to the whole thing so yeah. and it's not his fault. It's just like my dad's like, just like, he just, he's so trusting. Like he's like, oh, but the problem is I think in the end as a couple, you have to eliminate the oblivious. You need to have, like, for example, uh, you need to know all the passwords and all the logins to all the accounts, whether it's the light bill, the power, the, the water bill, the bank account, you know, this whole thing, like, well, I don't know what's in their account. Hey, man, you should have that password. You should have that username and password. You should be an authorized user in that account. Same thing. You should know, you, you both should have an idea how much you have to pay in a house, 
when that change comes because of changes in taxes or because of changes in insurance, you both have to have that conversation of, hey, this is coming out. We need to decide how we're going to have make these payments. There has to be that conversation because if it's not happening, it's like... But... It's serious. It's, it is serious because the same situation happened, you know, with my mom and my mom took care of everything. So, you know, it was really hard when she passed away, you know, and having someone else be accountable, you know, for that. Um, it's kind of like a crutch. But also, like, I think part of it, because, like, I mean, I'll be honest, like, Julio knows when everything is due and he'll tell me. But I think, like, for me, I always brainstorm, like, what are some things he and I can do better to communicate financially um with each other um and I was thinking of getting a calendar because I mean these all these things come out of his account you know because they're auto drafted because he loves to do the auto draft and prepay everything and I'm more of like let me go into the place and like make the payment so like I know I did it um and so uh so I'm totally like get in the car on the weekend and make payments you, I, I, when I first met oh my god when I first met her she goes, oh, I have to go to uh, to uh, sh- random stores, Macy's. I got to go to Macy's. What do you got to go to Macy's for? Oh, I got to go make a payment. You got to make a, what is this, 1942? And you have to like, hello, sir, write it in your check. I'm like, you can do everything online now. I've, I've never stepped into a store to make a payment. I'm like, what are you doing? No, no, I have to go here. I have to go make a payment. I'm like, what is wrong with you? It reminded me, I used to work, and this is a little tangent here. I used to work with this guy back in the day when I used to do uh, international sales. Um, I used to work with this gentleman. He was from. He had been working in sales for like thirty years, and this guy, no lie. So this is back in the day when they used to do paper checks, yeah. and they used to pay you every two weeks yeah. with a paper check. He had the hardest time. I, I worked there for about three years, but when I got there, I mean, he he had been already on direct deposit for about four years. He was having such a hard time with direct deposit. So what this guy would do is every single pay period, he, I mean, they, we, they would give us our stubs like yeah. at the office. He would leave early on Fridays to go to his bank to verify that the amount of money that was on that stub was also in his bank account. I find something. Dude, there's like uh, online banking. He, he hated computers. He yeah. hated computers. I'm like, how do you do anything? <laughs> I'm just like... He still makes fun of me. I mean, okay, now I go pay everything online. But every now and then, like, I'll pay Nordstrom in the store because it's easier. Um, But I don't know. I'm just, like, a kind of, like, a a paper person. Like, I rather, like, for me, if I read a book, I rather read, like, have it tangible in my hand versus, like, reading it on an app. It's just me. I I mean, for me, I'm always, for, I don't know what it is, but I've always been, it's easier for me for a screen. Like you have a screen and I can just like swipe, swipe, swipe. I don't have to print anything. I don't have to like get paper cuts or anything. No, no, I'm good, man. Paper cuts? Yeah, I mean, what man. do you like? You don't understand, man. There's so times that I remember in college, in the, like my first semester, I couldn't afford some of the books. So I would copy people's <laughs> books. <laughs> so I would have to like go and I would always okay, get paper I totally, cuts. I've totally done that too. Uh, make copies of books. Um, don't come after me. Before you could book rent companies. the books. Oh my God! Kids these days have no idea how much money they're saving. Can you rent books now on the, on like an app or something like that? Yeah, on Amazon. Can I mean, you? it's been a hot minute since. Well, been. no. Remember when we were doing our master's program? I would rent them online. It was like no. Like what on I'm an saying, app. you rent them digital. Digital. Yeah, I had them on an app. Is that what you really? Yeah, you rent them for a short period of time, and it's on an app. What? what? Yeah. 
By the way, I failed. I, I had a hard time in those classes. I didn't fail them, but I had a hard time because it was on the app. <laughs> what was I couldn't highlight. So is that about your craziness about going into stores, about uh, making payments? How do we even get into that? Uh, communicating <laughs> financially. <laughs> we go into tangents. We man. always go into rabbit holes. But yeah, I mean, so it, I think the biggest thing that I, I noticed, and this, and this is not whether you're, you're a man or a woman or anything. I've seen it you know, because like I said, my dad is oblivious, but I'm not. I like to have my hands into all the finance. I like to know what to do. I like to shop around, stuff like that. So it's just, it, it, everybody's very different. There's always a type A. And the, the crazy part is when you have two type A's. They're Are we both to do type fun. A? To an extent. I think to an extent we're, we're both type A in that way. But, I mean, when we're both trying to say, okay, no, I'm going to look at here. No, I'm going to look at there. <sighs> I think we're both, like, driven, though. I mean, not... I mean, we both have our own thing that we want to do. And so sometimes, like, with the finances, it gets a little, like, yeah. different. Crazy. But, yeah, I, I, so my advice is, I mean, don't be oblivious to everything. I really, I think it's important for you to know what to do, especially if you're tacking, if you tacked anything else, like something new into your life, whether it's, I don't know, you ended up having to get a new house or whether you're, uh, you know, having to modify some finances. It's important for you all to know kind of where you're at how far behind you are on bills. It's important because the last thing you want, I'm telling you, you can literally hear like the the breakup about to happen when a spouse or significant other hears the words, hey, we're three, four, five months behind and the other person thought, I could have sworn everything was fine. And you're like, how do we get this back? How do we get to this point? Blah, blah, blah. That's a whole nother, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a whole nother issue because that's also a trust issue. And a, a issue with being deceived for so long, um, that's that's a whole other ball game. And it's difficult because there's a lot of times where some people swear that the, that the person that they're with is you know taking, and that's why I always think it's important for both people to, to be involved in all decision making. Yeah. You cannot just be like, and it's not that you don't trust the other person, but it's important that you put your two cents in. Do you truly feel this is a good idea? Do you know how much is coming out? Do you know that this is you know, all it's important that both of you are making decisions because at the end of the day, if you're not, I'm telling you, you're headed for a, you're headed for a situation where that you probably are not gonna either want to be part of or that you're gonna be, you know, shocked when you find out kind of what's going on. And I think it's good to even communicate like on small purchases. Like obviously, like, I really want this Peloton, but I'm not gonna go buy it. It's not really a small purchase. <laughs> it's not like a purchase, like a house or a car. It feels like it's a house or a car. No. It's not. It's but a bike. I'm, you literally sit there and you sweat, and somebody tells you you're fat. No, they don't. <laughs> They're on the screen telling you what's wrong with you. No, they don't. Who failed you at life? Anyway, I don't so, know, screen person. But I think it's good to communicate on, like, purchases. Like, even if you're going to go grab lunch, like, hey, I'm going to grab lunch. Like, not asking permission, like, if you obviously have the money. But just so you, the, the partner knows that, you know, you're doing those things. I don't say, like, every day. But, you know, hey, I spent this much this week, you know, on eating out. And so that way, like, your partner can keep you, your spouse can keep you, like, rein you in if you're going crazy. Because I know, like, Julio for a while was, like, getting Starbucks, like, every single day. And here I am at the That's Keurig, you know, drinking my coffee at the yeah. butt crack of dawn. It's expensive, man. Um, so, yeah, I had to rein him in on that. Um, but, but, yeah, like, I think it's good just accountability. Accountability partner. Yeah. Trust fall. So, 
What did you think about? Let's see. Um, the Super Bowl halftime. What do you, how do you what, what do you think about the controversy and stuff? The controversy, bro. That's Miami, man. If you if if, if you're gonna have an event in Miami, that's Miami. I mean, that is as Miami as it gets. I'm surprised. Believe it or not, I thought it was pretty. Uh, that was pretty tame. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. That it was for what it could have been. That was I pretty mean, tame. I I think some things could have been left without. Like I'm not a complete prude. Like I don't think. I mean, it was fine, um, but the, I mean, the, the pole dancing thing, okay, uh, it's a little much, but I mean, it wasn't awful, um, <laughs> there's lot, been lots of, like, really, really funny What was memes. the, what was the, uh, Janet Jackson halftime show? Yeah, Janet Jackson. Do you Tim know we've C. had, you know, it's funny people mention this one, you know we've had, a, okay, I'll, I'll, the one, I, which by far was still, I still think was one of the best, but do y'all not remember the Prince one? So they had lifted up like this like uh, velvet curtain, right? That was yeah. see-through. And he's playing his guitar. His guitar not like a guitar. It looked like something else. And his gyration moments and motions were not, you know. Yeah, and even the one with Cher. Cher was wearing almost the same type of outfit as J-Lo. So, and like J-Lo's outfit, she had clothes on. Like you could, when you turn around, you could see that she had like spank type Shorts underneath it went all the way to like her knee. Listen, bro. So yeah. I'm like, if, if you got offended, if you got offended by the halftime show. But anyway, I just thought have it in a, a topic we had to cover. But I loved it. I they mean, I've always, I loved. Um, and oh my god, the Selena memes for J Lo were hilarious. Um, hashtag Selena, R.I.P. R.I.P. <sighs> R.I.P. Selena. But um, let's see. What else is going on? Oh, we have um, the San Antonio Rodeo starts um, today. So that's really, really fun. And it's um, the largest, one of the largest indoor rodeos in the United States. Um, so that's a lot of fun. We usually try to hit it up once a year. Um, and they have like bull riding and concerts. This year the concerts aren't that great. Um, but um, they have... Uh, um, you can see the cows. This was um, Julio's eye and I's second date. Um, on do they really have uh, bull riding? I mean, like, 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 uh, not bull riding. What's what's the one with the little kids? Oh, so the one thing I want to sign up JJ for. I don't know if I will. So there's this little thing called mutton busting. Mutton busting. Um, it's where the little kids like kind of like um bear hug a sheep. And it comes out of like a little stall of a stall like the bulls are in, but like a smaller version. And they come running out. And of course, the kids are in like helmets and like net protectors and all that kind of stuff. But whoever stays on the longest, you know, gets the prize and they get like a scholarship. And all, all of the, the money raised um, is to support the, the youth and to get scholarships or college. Um, so a lot of these kids um, raise cattle. Um, they raise, they'll raise cows, pigs, goats, sheep, and they'll show them. God. And people will literally buy like this, like cow for like thirty five thousand dollars or more. Um, and the kid has money for college, and so every year they get. I mean, of course the parents have to buy that animal, but it stays at the school, and they it's a four H program, which I would love if JJ did that because. It would look so cute in boots and a cow. Have a cow. He can't. What would his cow's name be? Muffin. Bessie. Something with a B. Ribeye. Bermuda. Ribeye. I like ribeye. Ribeye. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that's so cool. that's what's going on in San Antonio. So it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun things happening right now. Well, as we're getting closer here to 
ending the show. Uh, you want to talk about any of the books you're reading? Something we can do something a little different now as we get closer. Let's talk about some of the books that you've. Uh, talk about the last so, book you read and what you're currently reading. So my goal this year is to read at least a book a month. Right now I'm on my third book. So um, I just finished up. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Really. <laughs> That's, I can't even with that book. It's so disgusting. Um, I just finished up Something in the Water. Ah, um, my I'll tell you what it is. It's fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, my book reviews on my on my Instagram. If you want to go out and check it, um, Leslie Munoz or Les, at Leslie C is my handle. L-E-S-S-L-I-E-C on Instagram. Yes. Um, so I just finished that book up. Um, I have a thing for, for crime thriller books, obviously, by my podcast. Nah, I freaked out at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also like, um, World War II books set in France, in, in France, in France. In France. In France. <laughs> in France. <laughs> right. <Viva> la France. <laughs> in- <laughs> Look, I've been yelling at kids all day. My speech is like, you France to them? Be the weirdest class of France. France. What's happening? Ooh, okay. Um, so set in France during the Holocaust. Those are like my f- all-time favorite books. So I just finished that one up. Um, and it was really good. Um, it was about um, uh, a couple that they just got married and... I hate when the when the author makes the the girl like a damsel in distress. That is just not my thing. I I like a good strong female character that has like a hat? gusto. <laughs> uh, a what? A hat? No gusto. I was gonna. I wanted to say balls, but that doesn't. I mean, really good. if she had balls, she's not. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's twenty twenty. I'm, I'm not gonna assume anything. But like, just like that had something like gusto, you know. Um. And she's just not. So, I mean, the book was really good. Like, it had a twist at the end that I just was not expecting. Um, so, it is a really good book. But it took me a while to get into. Um, but most of my crime thriller books that I read do happen and take place in Le- in London. Um, the or next- Franz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be saying that um, The book that I'm currently finishing up is um, Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. She mm. also made... Um, wrote girl wash your face and a couple other books um but this i book, hope you're washing your face with all that thought. <laughs> no. oh my god um so girl stop apologizing is such a real ooh, my alarm's going off sorry guys it's a really really good book um it's super empowering for women but i also think like guys can read it too like i mean she says a lot like sister and girl girl sister oh, I'm, with, I'm right there sis. with you girl but I mean, I can get so much. I've gotten so much out of it, um, and just being empowered and just feeling like you can conquer pretty much anything you put your mind to. But I haven't finished it yet, so that book review will be coming. But yeah, that's currently what I'm I'm working on. Anytime I hear that, what well, you just said, I, I, all I think of sisters are doing it better. Wait, well, I don't know that. Uh, that's an old song. Yeah. Anyways. Crickets, insert crickets, insert, insert crickets. I won't find those crickets and I'll kill them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm working on, guys. Awesome. And we dedicate this episode to you, Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> so that was episode 10 And Hold Up How Much. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot of things. I learned about France. 
croissants and we reminded everyone about valentine's day it's a week away don't from forget tomorrow don't forget you're gonna be that person and please don't be that person that steals the flower but i'm telling you i'm giving you the best <laughs> advice of your life go get gertrude's flowers you don't need them but again uh just remember um re- uh, like rate subscribe find us on anchor on spotify on apple itunes Find us on wherever, Google Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Yes. And comment. We want to hear your comments on Instagram. Even questions. If you have financial questions, definitely send hit us up. Send us a message. Um, at ljmindustry at gmail.com. Also, to those listeners that we have now in Great Britain. Hello. Cheerio, my friend. Some of the morning to you. I want some tin crumpets, and they're probably never going to send again because we just did <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, one time, he, remember that time you asked asked me what's the difference between between English peas and regular peas? Oh yeah, what's the difference between English peas and regular peas? And I said, one says hello. They are never going to listen to us again. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm Julio, and I'm Leslie. This is hold up. How much? All right, guys, have a good week. And liberate and strive Who more than self Our country love And mercy more than life America